Good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in today. If you need help keeping track, today is Thursday, November 19th. We are one week away from Turkey Day, so Thanksgiving might look a little different for you this year, and maybe today we'll even cover some ideas on how to do that safely and still enjoy the holiday and have thanks. And with us today, because we're going to talk about how to do the holidays a little differently, is Dr. David Welch, the health officer for the Ripley County Health Department. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fine. And yourself? I am good, thank you. It's always good to report I'm in good health. Yes, yes, especially in these times. Absolutely. No complaints about that whatsoever. But with that, Several of our friends, families, community members are not in such good health. Ripley County, along with, well, Decatur County last week and Franklin County and Dearborn County this week, were all put into the red metric category on the county map for COVID for the state. Um, And so specifically, we're going to cover kind of what that means for Ripley County. So first, let's start talking about um, the cases you're seeing, how the numbers are clearly still on the rise around here right yes we've had a we've had a market uptick particularly over the last two weeks um there's more people being hospitalized for this um there's been folks who had to be transferred to the higher level of care uh, because of this um and the uh that is concerning so the the red metric we went to red from orange because of the positivity rate went up. In other words, the number of people who got, they were positive out of those that got tested increased. We also had an increase overall of positive cases in addition. So there's two different metrics um, that go together to assign the color code for that, for that week. And we, uh, we had been doing pretty well with the positivity rate. It had been just above five that got us to the orange. Uh, we're now above 15%. So 15%, more than 15% of the people who get tested in the last seven days uh, turn out to be positive. So that that's very concerning. Yeah, it looks like as of yesterday, the seven-day positivity rate for Ripley County was actually 16.8%. And I think that's... Right. Um, close to near the, one of the highest in the region. Yes. So definitely. Yeah, so that, that means we've got folks that are picking up the, the disease. We've got folks who are spreading the disease. Um, and we, we really need to get kind of back to the basics. And with that, I still see a lot of hubbub around that people are saying, well, this is just an old person disease and those people are going to die anyway. Um, which is absolutely, I feel in my personal opinion, very unfair to say, but is this mostly still being seen in older, the older population? No, the, the distribution by age group is leveling out. Uh, much younger people are getting it, uh, even very young people. Uh, this is something, of course, I've been following closely since, since it kind of got on everyone's radar last December can't believe it's almost been a year. Right. Uh, but uh, there's getting more and more reports of even two-year-olds. And we've had a, a two-year-old in the county that was positive. Um, so we still have more deaths in an older age group. But we're having folks who have lingering symptoms and problems 
after they've had COVID. Uh, they've even got a term for it now called long haulers, not to be confused with our truck drivers who did such a great job keeping business going in the United States and very important to local businesses. But these long haulers are people who have had COVID and have continued uh, residual symptoms, whether it's cough, loss of taste or smell, uh, many of them it's fatigue. Uh, and some younger folks, we've even seen a cardiac condition. So because of that, if you're in sports and you have you get COVID, uh, now there's recommendation that you get uh, uh, what's called cardiac clearance before going back to the sporting event, much like if we have um, an older individual having surgery, sometimes I have to get have them get cardiac clearance to make sure they can handle the anesthetic. Well, for these young people who've had COVID, now it's being recommended that they get cardiac clearance before returning to uh, strenuous uh, sports. Wow. That's definitely frightening to hear. Yes. I, so it, it is a thing. Yes. It is very serious, and it's affecting all age groups. And another thing I hear a lot is, well, the people in the hospital are all old. Is that the case? No. Again, we're seeing um, a, a, when this all hit, the first groups that we saw were older. Now we're seeing uh, a much younger average age of those hospitalized um, for it. And so with that, I mean, you're you're not just a you, you don't just have doctor on your title. You actually are in all of our local um, or are very uh, uh, um, multiple different hospitals here in the region. And, and with that, you know, how do you feel? How are you and your coworkers handling all this? Well, um, I have to say I'm very proud of, of how hard my colleagues are working. Um, but I can also tell you um, they're getting tired. And just this past week, uh, the AMA had their inter- interim meeting uh, virtually. And that was a, a steady theme of my colleagues across the country that they are, they're handling what's put before them, um, but there's uh, a lot of fatigue. There's um, a lot of burnout. Um, I've even had colleagues across the country who've um, committed suicide related to COVID. That's horrible to hear. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yes. So with that, we're going to kind of steer back to Ripley County Clearly, one of the things people are wondering, the hospitals, they're pretty much inundated. They're at their maximums right now, right? Um, yes, they're still. Um, I, I just came from the OR. They're still doing uh, full complement of cases. Uh, but uh, we really need folks to, to, to get back um, to basics so that we don't overwhelm the system and so that we can continue to address other other health concerns besides COVID. And so with that, that's important. We're going to take a short break. And when we return, we'll continue speaking with Dr. David Welsh. And we're back. If you've just tuned in, we are speaking with Dr. David Welsh today, the Ripley County Health Officer. You guys have implemented, uh, the health department implemented um, an order effective today for some of our area businesses. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. We'll start with the food service industry. Um, unfortunately, they'll have to go back kind of on some restrictions, right? Right. We've had to in- increase uh, restrictions. We're encouraging folks to 
do more of a drive-through or curb pickup, and the curb pickup can also be with retail. Um, and I would really ask folks to reach out to their local businesses. They they need your your business. And um, the other day, I, I I got a carry out from one of our fine restaurants and for a Zoom meeting, and it was really really good. So um, if you can't dine in, please patronize the. Uh, establishments and carry it home and, and maybe watch one of your favorite Christmas movie or Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, when, if they're in, dine, in place dining, we've asked them to cut their capacity, similar to we, we did in the, in the past. Uh, if, you're, if you're from the same household, you can sit at the same table. Um, you shouldn't sit at the same table in the restaurant if you're from different households. The tables in the restaurant should be six feet apart. Because obviously you can't mask up uh, while you're eating. Um, but, of course, the people working at the restaurants are asked to continue to mask up and shield up. Uh, we're asking that buffets uh, be put on hold. Uh, now, what can, what can happen is if there's a buffet, a uh, worker at the restaurant can uh, you know, put on the plate what you want that hand it to you so, you so you're not serving yourself at the buffet. Um, and we're asking folks to please stay home if they're ill and especially if they're ill and they're waiting on a, a COVID test. Uh, in the last several weeks, because the state's been overwhelmed with the number of positive cases, their contact tracing has been overwhelmed. The, the county health department has taken up uh, the contact tracing, uh, at, again, like we did earlier in this whole situation. And we found out a number of people who got positive or had to quarantine because folks who were ill or and even folks who were ill and waiting on a COVID test continued to go out and go to uh, businesses and restaurants and, and functions. And because of that, then they found out that they're positive. So then we have to go back and let other people know they need to quarantine because they were exposed to a positive. So if you're sick, especially if you're waiting on a COVID test, please stay home until you get those results. Um, and, of course, certainly follow your, your physician's advice about what you should should do. Yeah, absolutely. And that is actually a question I was going to bring up. So I have a prime example. I went to a local business, and I'll try to keep the business anonymous. Um, the business was doing a great job, so nothing against the business by any means. And I always prefer to shop local and, and patronize local. And so at this establishment there was a person that was standing outside looking in the window and so afterwards i went outside of course socially distanced and and said you know ma'am do you need some help is this your first time here um and and this person responded and said no i'm fine i sent my daughter in to get my order because i am in quarantine oh my i'm gonna assume that there were lots of negative situations in that point. So if you're in quarantine, do the people in your household need to be in quarantine? Well, if she's in quarantine, she shouldn't be out of her house. Um, the, the, so if you're, if you're in, in quarantine, that means you've had a close contact. Right. And um, you should not be out about, um, and that includes driving uh, your daughter or other family member to uh, a business establishment. People in the household uh, do not need to quarantine, so we don't quarantine contacts of contacts. Okay. However, if there's a positive, if that person turns out to be positive, then um, the other people in the household would be considered close contacts, and they should quarantine. 
And then at that point, um, definitely at least the daughter, because they were in within six feet of each other in a vehicle, would the people at the business establishment have to quarantine because of the daughter if the mom was sick? Um, no, but if um, if the daughter were to get sick, um, then we would we would find out through contact tracing she had gone to that business, and then we would need to let folks know had you had you visited that business on Tuesday or whatever day that was. You, you may have been exposed, and you and you need to take appropriate steps. So, still a whole lot of work for a lot of people. When it would just be simple to stay home, even though nobody wants to have to stay home in quarantine. Nobody likes quarantine that I'm aware of. There could be one person in the world, maybe. Right. So it just we've we've had folks who just have not taken the precautions that we know works, and it's caused a lot of. Of issues. I'll give you a good example. There was a, a, a teacher at a school, and I won't say the, the school, mm-hmm. uh, became positive. And they, um, of course, did their isolation. Um, and when we did the contact tracing, we found out the teacher had been masked up, the students had been masked up, there had been social distancing. So the total number of people who had to quarantine because this teacher was positive was zero. That's uh, in another case, there was someone who became positive. And um, when we did the contact tracing, because they weren't wearing a mask, they weren't socially distancing, over 30 people ended up quarantining. That's a big difference, so, just for a mask. Just just because of masking and social distancing, um, you know, over 30 people were inconvenienced with needing to quarantine, whereas the other person, zero, had to. And so with that, you guys, you are mentioning schools. And so the schools, will there be any changes for Ripley County with the schools? Yes, we've actually been in a very close work with, with the schools. As soon as I got word from the State Department of Health at the beginning of the week um, that we were heading towards red, um, started reaching out to schools and businesses to give them a heads up and say, okay, how, how are we going to take these next steps safely? How are we going to make sure that things are handled appropriately? So I met with the superintendents and principals, been in contact with the athletic directors, and uh, and how it will look is they're going to continue to do the things that, that they're doing and doing well. They're going to be they have the students distance in the class. They have the teachers distance for the students. Um, they've got people spaced appropriately at lunchtime. Uh, they've got people masked up in the classroom and on the buses. They're frequently uh, washing hands and uh, using hand sanitizer, um, and they're and they're actually helping tremendously with contact tracing when there is a positive. So they're they're going to continue to do those things. What's going to be different is because of the red, uh, there's limitations on what can and can't be done, and much of this is coming directly from the governor's office. So there's extra, certain extracurricular activities. Um, if you look at red under the governor's order, they really don't want um, they don't really want gatherings or, or, or events, and they um, and their cutoff for red is 25. Um, so if you have it many extracurriculars, you're going to be over 25. So in order to try to continue some extracurriculars, we've had to modify how that's going to look, and there's. For instance, at the games, take a basketball game. Players who are not in the game 
need to uh, have to be masked up. Anybody in the in the gymnasium has to be masked up. The only folks in the gym would be a parent or guardian for the participants. So um, each each player would have uh, could bring in uh, one or two parent or guardians, and that's really a safety issue. Uh, every once in a while, we do have somebody get gets hurt in one of these uh, sporting events, and Having a uh, family member there to to help uh, coordinate the next steps in their care is is really a safety issue. So there'll be the participants, coaches, support staff, and one to two parent or guardians, and that's it. And other other folks who normally would attend the games um, will will not be present while we're in in red. And that's a that's a safety issue, and we're we're looking. I know there's some folks who are unhappy with that. I actually had some recommendations. Um, I've asked some folks to consider how some others can participate, but remotely, so that they can show their support. And I understand a number of the schools are live streaming the games, so people fans can then um, go online and and follow the game. And of course. Um, I understand there's a really good radio station in the area that covers uh, the sporting events in Ripley County extremely well. I believe it's WRBI, isn't it? I, I believe you are correct, yes. We, <laughs> we do our part to try to cover all of southeastern Indiana sports here, yes. You guys do a great job. I, I can't tell you how many times when I'm uh, not able to make it to a game, and I think folks in the area know how supportive I am of the, the extra crickers in the schools, and when I cannot make that game because of uh, other uh, other things I need to take care of, like surgery, mm-hmm. um, it's wonderful to be able to put on WRBI, either online or on the radio, and follow that game. And sometimes I've even um, hurried to get to the, the game and been able to follow that uh, what was going on in the action on WRBI. So when I got to the game, I, I knew really well why we, why we scored and how many turnovers, and uh, well-informed when I get to the sidelines to help out. And we'll still definitely will thank you, and we'll be here for your sports authority. And, and, and you know, that's the thing. Nobody wants the sports. We want sports to keep going. We want the kids to stay in school. So that's why right. it's so important to do all those right things that you say, you know. So, and you were asking what else could happen. So th- there may be further restrictions depending on what the numbers do. So it is possible that some of these um, we've, we've kind of we've ratcheted back what's what's allowed to happen at the extra, some of the extracurriculars. Some of them may need to be put on hold or postponed, depending on the numbers. Um, you know, good examples: if there's a, a positive on the team, then the team would quarantine, or then things would be postponed for for 14 days. Um, if the numbers get too high, then things may de- need to go to e-learning. I would I would ask the parents to to reach out to the local schools. They're they're messaging what they're going to be doing. Some schools are extending uh, e-learning time around the Thanksgiving holiday, mm. so that um, they can they can get a little bit more buffer and uh, allow for a little more um, safety. And I, I I don't want to say one way or the other. So I, I know the schools are reaching out to the parents as to what their individual school or system is going to be doing. Um, but I think everyone's number one goal is to keep the kids in the classroom is, because, quite frankly, that's one of the safest places to be uh, in the county. 
Yeah. The schools are doing a great job. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, we all, I think that's a testament to you've only had one school that's had to implement any sort of e-learning situation so far here in Ripley County. Um, I think right. that's great. Right. So definitely not to meant to put fear in anyone, just more of a reminder to please stay vigilant on all the things that we've been told to do since March. Right. When, when school started, uh, a lot, I know a lot of students reached out to the community to say, please mask up, wash your hands, stay home with sick, because they wanted to play football, because they wanted to do cheerleading, because they wanted to do cross country. They, they wanted to do those activities that students just love to do. And we just need to re-message that, that there's folks who want to play basketball, who want to cheerlead, who want to, to swim, um, who want to do, other, to do band. Um, so let's, let's help them have the school experience that they deserve by masking up and, and let's, let's turn this ship back around. The, the community was able to do it in the spring. I know they can do it again. Um, let's do it for the students. Absolutely. And with that, I think that's a good note to end on. Anything else you'd like to add on here? So we're going to work to keep as many things open as we can. Um, the, the new limit on events of social gatherings is 25. Anything over 25 needs to submit a plan to the health department. And there is a uh, uh, where you can submit that on the Ripley County Health Department website. If you're sick, please stay home. Um, the, the hair salons are still going to be open. We're asking them not to um, have people in the waiting room. Um, so that was able to do that before. Please patronize your local restaurants. Um, but but carry out is, is a wonderful way to do that. Let's, let's keep let's help them get through this too, um, and help out your neighbor. If your neighbor is uh, at risk and it might be dangerous for them to go out and get supplies. Get to go, go help them pick up something for them. Absolutely. Check on them to make sure they're doing okay. Absolutely. In Ripley County, there is a wonderful delivery service sponsor of this show, Batesville to go. If you want to send some, oh, wonderful. Send, send wonderful. Some, send some food to your neighbors. There's Thanksgiving meals you can send out next week. There's You can send them a dinner if you're worried about them and they're quarantined. Um, you're shopping local when you patronize our local sponsor. That, that's great. And if you want to stay up to date on what's going on and any changes, I would recommend everyone keep checking the website for a radio station called WRBI. They will keep you informed on, on school, sports, local goings-on, and um, that's where I go for my news. Thank you, Dr. Welsh. And he's not on our payroll, guys. So he did that out of the, <laughs> out of the kindness of his heart. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Lots of information, lots of serious information, but again, not meant to fear, put fear in anybody's hearts by any means, just to stay vigilant and remember to stay a good community.